it is finished. These now famous words of Jesus on the cross signal for us not the end of our journey, but the beginning. We've clearly seen what's expected of us, how he wants us to learn kingdom ways in order to become kingdom people. People whose conduct and influence come from their character, which is like Christ. People with integrity who keep their word. People who are upright in their lives and those around them know it. Lights shining in a dark place. That's what we all want, don't we? Now comes the hard part, putting all this into practice. So we enter the phase of the practical and the first thing we find is that God can't spell. He spells patience with a T. Tribulation. In his language, tribulation and trials make patience. Read Romans 5.3. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations, knowing also that tribulation works patience. God loves to make things real in our experience. Once he's shown us things in the spiritual realm, he must make it experiential. We cannot escape difficulties, trials and tribulations in the world. The important thing is just what do we do with them. Duck and dive, grumble and complain, wriggle to free ourselves, blame shift, walk away from him. Any or all of these... But what if there's another way of looking at these things, the problems that life throws at us? What if there's a way to apply what we've learned that when the problems come along will bring us into the freedom of which the scriptures speak? A way to turn trials into profit. James said in James 1.25, the voice, However, it is possible to open your eyes and take in the beautiful, perfect truth found in God's law of liberty and live by it. If you pursue that path and actually do what God has commanded, then you'll avoid the many distractions that lead to an amnesia of all the true things and you will be blessed. Which looks like another way of saying Matthew 7.24 Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who has built his house on the rock. Be sure you don't forget, have a bout of amnesia, the voice called it. Eve said, the serpent calls me to forget. There is another agent involved in all of this who will try to get you to forget what Jesus has said. He's called the seducer. He seduces you away from what God wants for your life, which is your highest good, and puts in its place death and destruction. There is an imperative in here to build on what Jesus has said, not to just hear it and forget it or think what lovely words. So we aren't washed away when the floods come, as come they will to us all in life at some time. The Sermon on the Mount, remember it, hold fast to it and practice it, then you will be secure. We don't want to face this one, but God doesn't inoculate us against trouble, persecution and tribulation but he does promise to be with us through it all. He allows in his wisdom what he could easily prevent by his power. So how's it working out for you then? Just what sort of house are you building? One that is founded on the rock or one that's built on sand? Only you can answer that one.